0: This is The Wrap, episode 60. The Wrap is a weekly show where I talk about all the cool and fun things that happened throughout the past week. Today is Friday, December 20th, 2013, and I'm your host, TJ. Well, this past week, uh, I, lo- I launched my responsive redesign of MovieBite.com. Uh, the, the responsive means that it will respond to whatever size the whatever width the browser is. So as you resize the browser, things shift around and change and uh, you get a different experience. So if you're on a mobile phone or a tablet, the uh, design will adapt itself to be the best for your device. And that goes all the way up to uh, desktop size, so responsive. It's uh, something that I've been working on for a long time, and I hope you guys like it. If you get a chance to go out to moviebyte.com and give that thing a whirl, I'm really, really happy with it. Uh, spent a lot of time working on it, and so that was the first thing that happened this week was I launched that redesign. So I hope you enjoy it. So then I got around to actually posting some things that we care about here on Movie Byte. Uh And the first of that is the House of Cards Season 2 trailer. Uh, this was one of the, uh, I think, surprise delights of last year. It was a Netflix original series, the House of Cards, and uh, it's a pretty dark political thriller. Uh, and I liked it a lot in a lot of ways. Uh, it did push the boundaries in some ways, but in, in many ways, a very good, uh, very good TV show. Uh, on Netflix, uh, straight-to-video on demand, not in in the traditional model at all. And so I really, really enjoyed it, Um, and uh, definitely Kevin Spacey did a phenomenal job of being that scumbag evil uh, villain that is, and, and the show is interesting in that it's about the scumbag evil villain, kind of in the same way, I suppose, although I haven't seen the show, but kind of in the same way that Breaking Bad's Walter White would be uh so anyway uh the trailer for house of cards season two came out and at first it feels a little rehashy but don't be fooled keep on watching there's a lot of brand new footage that will begin to reveal itself uh just before the halfway mark um and and it's one of the most cinematic television shows that i've ever seen and so i'm really looking forward to season two i hope they take this to a good place i hope uh i hope our bad guy that we're following gets his just desserts so uh be sure to watch a trailer it'll be linked up in the show notes Channing Tatum's Duke might be back for G.I. Joe 3. What is this? This is nonsense. This is according to ComicBookMovie.com. In John M. Chu's G.I. Joe Retaliation, the President of the United States, played by Jonathan Price, who is actually Zartan in disguise, orders the United States military to kill the Joes. During the ambush, Duke, played by Channing Tatum, is blown to smithereens while trying to get Flint to safety. So that should be all for Duke, right? Maybe not. John M. Chu recently signed on to direct the next G.I. Joe film, tells MTV News that there's a shot Duke might rise from the grave. To which I say, just when you thought this franchise couldn't possibly get any stupider, uh, boy, I really, I really, really hated that film, uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation. And it's a shame because I liked the first film, uh, actually. Uh, in, in You know, it wasn't like... Uh, <laughs> It wasn't a gr- the greatest film ever made, but it was fine and I enjoyed it. And so it's a shame that they're taking this crazy, stupid, silly route. Uh, but but, you know, uh, maybe maybe uh, maybe, as I said in my article, maybe they can get uh, bring bring him back as a puppet and have him jump over a puppet shark while they're at it. Oh, jeez. Anyway, that's linked up in the show notes if you want to take a closer look at that. Well, this week was kind of all about The Hobbit. I released my uh, Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug review, uh, in which I gave it three and a half stars, even though I enjoyed it more than the first film, which I also gave three and a half stars. I just didn't feel quite like it got into four star territory. So you want to check out my uh, review in which I talk about how they're adapting a one book into a, a trilogy of movies, which is just crazy. But overall, I enjoyed it. Certainly, uh smaug uh, himself was worth uh, worth the price of admission so check that out linked up in the show notes and then we did a, a podcast episode the movie by podcast episode 73 uh, where there were four of us me and chad and clark douglas and mike fizzle Uh, We all talked about the the film, and we all enjoyed it to varying degrees. Surprisingly, Clark gave it four and a half out of five stars. He really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, I think we all enjoyed it to varying degrees, and we had a lot of fun talking about it. And then I released a bite-sized video review, uh, episode number five, of The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug, and that'll also be linked up in the show notes if you're interested in watching the trailer and hearing me talk a little bit about the film as well. So check those out, all linked up in the show notes. Uh, A lot of fun with The Hobbit this past week descendants is a live action film based on the children of well-known villains this is according to geeks are sexy uh the disney channel has announced it is making a live action tv movie featuring the children of cruella de vil maleficent the evil queen and jafar called descendants the movie will be directed by kenny ortega of newsies and high school musical fame which makes me wonder if it will be a musical end quote um and, and it's funny, we actually talked a little bit about remaking all the things on the Movie Bite podcast, episode 73. So uh, it, it, funnily enough, this actually sounds just a little bit interesting, but I'm not really holding my breath. Uh, and also, then, then I read on, the movie is slated for spring 2015 release on the Disney Channel. So it's a straight to TV movie. Uh, two things. One, 2015, th- that would be along with every other movie ever. And two, slated for a TV release. So never mind, this is going to be terrible. Speaking of things that are terrible, Gilligan's Island uh, is a film that is going to star Josh Gad. This is according to Mike Fleming uh, Jr. over at Deadline. Remember Gilligan's Island, the venerable 1960s TV series about seven castaways who wind up stranded on a tropical island after a torrential storm shipwrecks their yacht, the SS Minnow. Well, Warner Brothers is charting a course for a feature film based on the series. It will be fashioned as a star vessel for Book of Mormon's Josh Gad, Gad, Benji Samet, and Dan Hernandez will write the script. Lloyd Schwartz, Ross Schwartz, Tracy Silvers, and Kathy Silvers will be executive producers. They're not saying what character Gad would play, but the title character seems a possibility Though he could conceivably play the skipper. (sighs) Like I said, speaking of terrible, who who wants this? I don't want this. Ah, jeez. I don't want it. Don't want it. Peter Jackson probably can't make more Tolkien, Tolkien adaptations even if he wanted to. This is according to Eric Eisenberg over at Blend. Ever since the release of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, a conflict has brewed between the author's estate and Warner Brothers, New Line, and Jackson, both over the creative content of the movie and the financial distribution. Years and years of dispute suggest that the future of Middle-Earth movies is bleak. Like many quarrels in Hollywood, the Tolkien-slash-Warner-Brothers spat can be narrowed down to an argument about money. Part of the author's estate contract with the film studio said that a percentage of the profits from any adaptation of Tolkien's work would go back to them, and it became a bit of a controversy following the release of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. The three movies made a reported $2.9 billion at the global box office, but when those box office totals were combined with projects' expenses, the studio claimed that the movie didn't make a profit. I assume they mean movies thus reportedly shortchanging the Tolkien estate. In an interview with Lee Mond back in 2012, Tolkien estate lawyer Kathleen Blackburn recounted, "...these hugely popular films apparently didn't make any profit. We were receiving statements saying the producers did not owe the Tolkien estate a dime." "End quote." You know, I I sometimes hate finding out all this nonsense about the films that I enjoy. I always feel like I need to take a shower after I hear stuff like this. You know, on because look, on the one hand, it feels like those in charge of the Tolkien estate are are just being whiny. But on the other hand, uh, is Warner Brothers really trying to say that they didn't make a dime on those films? They're actually losing money on the, on the Tolkien films and that they're just making them out of the goodness of their hearts. That's a bunch of baloney and they need to give the Tolkien estate what they're due. And then Christopher Tolkien makes a bunch of comments. If you read further in the article um, about what they did with the story in The Lord of the Rings, and it all seems quite absurd and uncalled for. Uh, ah, I mean, I just want them all to quit bickering and make good films. That's all I really want. And and, and frankly, Warner Brothers needs to stop telling lies. What do you mean they didn't make any money on The Lord of the Rings? Why would they even be making The Hobbit if that were the case? That's just a bunch of nonsense. Moving on, Hugh Jackman is being courted for a role in Pan as Blackbeard. This is, of course, the upcoming Peter Pan film, uh, The Origin Story. This is according to Justin Kroll over at Variety. Uh, Hugh Jackman is in negotiations to play the villainous pirate Blackbeard in Warner Brothers' forthcoming Peter Pan original film, Pan. Joe Wright is directing the adventure tale from a script by Jason Fuches. Warner Brothers had gone to Javier Bardem uh, for the role, but the actor passed and the studio pursued Jackman shortly after that. While the Australian actor isn't known for playing villains, Jackman has shown the ability to take on the darker roles. His recent... Uh, Perf in Warner Brothers' Prisoners has, uh, got high praises, high praise from critics, though he's not the bad guy in the film. The part is much edgier than his previous roles, even that of the anti-hero Wolverine in the X-Men. I still don't uh, care for the idea of of this Peter Pan origin story, but I'm certainly more interested in Hugh Jackman as Blackbeard, because uh, I've kind of got to see that, um... So we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'm not sold on this idea, but I'll probably go see it, if nothing else, than for Hugh Jackman as Blackbeard. Well, I just wanted to let you know uh, that uh, the bite, uh, dot com will be going on hiatus after this podcast until after Christmas. So through Wednesday, if I have my days right here, oh, so many days to keep track of. Um, we will be on hiatus. There will be no new content posted on the site. I've got a lot of things to do. Got some traveling, some packing, and, and all that good stuff. But I will be back posting things after Christmas, hopefully the day after. And uh, we'll try try to record a rap, the wrap if I can. I will be on the road, but I'll try to take my mic and things with me to record the wrap. Uh, so I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, though, uh, and safe travels if you're traveling. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, and uh, I'm certainly going to. Before I sign off, let's talk about what you might want to see on this weekend just before Christmas. New this weekend, we have Saving Mr. Banks and Anchorman 2 The Legend Continues. Saving Mr. uh, Banks looks like a fantastic film. It's rated PG-13. Even though I kind of have, like, I don't harbor great feelings towards Mary Poppins, I suspect that's because I watched it like 50 trillion times when I was a kid, uh, and you know, that 50 bazillionth time was just the one that broke the camel's back. I haven't watched the film in many years, but I kind of find myself wanting to watch it again and, and, and suspecting that I'd, I would actually enjoy it. And this film looks fantastic. Um, it is about the making of, or, or kind of, it's, it's about how the film actually came to the screen, starring Tom Hanks as Walt Disney and Emma Thompson as P.L. Travers. So uh, that's one that I'm, I think I'm going to recommend, even not having seen it. I'm hoping to see it soon. Probably won't see it before Christmas, but I will be seeing it soon. Anchorman 2 The Legend Continues, also rated PG-13. Looks absolutely dreadful to me, but I just this is not my thing. Uh, you might be into it, and that's fine. Um, it, it, it stars uh, Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, Steve Carell, David Koencher, I did not practice the, naming, the, the pronunciation of that name, Christina Applegate, and Kristen Wiig. Directed by Adam McKay. It's obviously a comedy and just uh, just looks terrible to me. Uh, so you can find more about that in the show notes if you are interested, though. Uh, limited releases that are new this week. Uh, Her, uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson. Uh, by all accounts, this film looks like a smart and soulful look at a, with a slight sci-fi twist at modern human relationships. Um, I, I kind of want to see it, although it is rated R for sexual content, language, and brief graphic nudity. That makes me a little bit worried. Uh, But it it does look like it should be, hopefully, a good film, I would expect. Um, Inside lewin Davis, rated R. I have no interest in this film. I just couldn't get interested in it. A lot of people have loved it. The critics certainly loved it. Uh, So that's also available this weekend. Still in theaters, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug. I've already given my recommendation to go see that. Frozen. The Hunger Games: Catching Fire, Thor: The Dark World, Out of the Furnace, and The Book Thief. For more on how I feel about those films, whether or not I think you might want to see them, be sure to see my article linked up in the show notes. Well, that is it for this week. If you would like to view the show notes, you can find them online at moviebytecom slash 60 If you'd like to keep up with me, you can follow me on Twitter. I am TJ Draper Pro. You can also follow Moviebyte on Twitter if you want to stay up to date. We're uh, over there at Moviebyte. You can also like MovieBite's Facebook page to stay up to date, slash mo- uh, MovieBite. Of course, be sure to visit the website where we keep you up to date every weekday, except for around here at Christmas time, at MovieBite.com. That is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend and a Merry Christmas.